Hello, ladies. Hi, Mom. Welcome to another episode of Because Mom Said So. Here we are. We're like the coolest moms in history. Melissa. Oh, wait. Who are you asking that about? In history. Oh, Oh, in history. We're the golden girls, people. (laughs) (laughs) When When I say that to the girls, I'm like, I'm a cool mom, right? They're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you have to sure. say it, probably not so much. Right. Yeah. But if, I actually, <laughs> if you're selling people on it, it's not true. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's so funny because actually after we talked about the Golden Girls, I started to think, I think we're a hybrid between <gasps> the Sex and the City I love and it. the Golden Girls. A hybrid. I think we, okay. I think we're a hybrid. I think <sighs> we're, we create our own lane. Oh. Mm. oh. I do. Holly, I love that. Wait, what can mm-hmm. we call ourselves? I don't know yet. Yeah, we got to come up the with golden something. The golden sexers. <laughs> <laughs> or the sexy goldeners. <laughs> I, I'm sure our followers would give us some suggestions oh, on what our yeah. name should be. Oh, my god! It's gosh. like naming a, fe- a female group. So we, we're not singers or performers yeah. or talented in that way. Yeah. Um, what? Actually, what are we? <laughs> Moms. Moms. That's what I tell them. They're like, oh, we love you. I'm like, I'm just a mom. I'm probably uh, yeah. just like your mom. Oh, yeah. That's what we're moms. And we're, moms. And we're podcast hosts. So the, thank you to everyone who's joining us for our yes. podcast today. Oh, because yes. I'm really excited about our guest that Melissa, you want to introduce our guest? I'm so excited because she's like an entrepreneur. She is definitely a She's a boss. She's a yeah. boss lady. Mm-hmm. And what I like is that our guest, Allie Webb, who's amazing, she's a mom. And she really puts it out there on Instagram, like, that she's been struggling or, you know, she found love again, which I'm, I just love their love story. <laughs> I like to, you know, it's just nice. Allie, thank you for coming. It's great to see you. Great to see you guys, too. Wow. It's, it feels like another lifetime. Well, kind of was. Uh, Gosh, guys! I mean, it was gosh a long time ago. I lo- I just want to say something because we want you to tell us all about you, so our listeners can hear. But thank you for coming. I love how happy you look. Like it makes me want to cry. Like you're so happy and you found love again, and it's really inspirational to other women out there. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. You know, I mean. I, I constantly kind of grapple with the, like, how come I put so much out there, you know, where I, as you know, I, I talk about a lot of stuff and I, don't, I, I keep like, kind of like soul searching of like, why do I do that? And so many people are so private about their stuff and their life. And I just feel so compelled to like spill it. And I, my life looked one way. I feel like I went to, through like hell and back and I, and I get, I guess I just want to share it with the world. And, and I, and to your point, I get so much feedback in all the ways, you know, through like people in person who come up and say something about dry bar or my divorce or whatever. And then, you know, Instagram and all that stuff. It, and they're always saying like, Oh, I'm going through it too. And it doesn't feel as lonely. And I have like, even like people I'm actually friends with who are like now going through a divorce will reach out to me and be like, ah, I don't know what to do. I'm, th- I'm struggling with this, you know, and I'm like, okay, 
here's what's going to happen, you know? So it's, it's been really, so in that way, it feels good to put it out there and share it with the world, but it is it just always feels kind of weird, but no, no I think I, it's good. I love it because I feel like connected to you in a way. Cause we had met years ago and I met your children and, you know, just a couple little instances, you did a thing with Kendall, but now I'm back home in Pittsburgh. We're all in different places. I love that you put yourself out there because I feel like I'm following along with you, your path, your journey. We all have Mm -hmm. journeys. Mm -hmm. And I love reading and hearing about yours. I I agree. And I think that I I think that's also part of why I feel compelled because there's like, you know, tons of people that I follow along their stories, their businesses, there is something about having a whole picture and really knowing somebody that does connect you to them in a different way. And especially with your point, all being all over the country now and life being so weird, it is like a, a common thread that we have. Like you so. said, now you're, now you're therapist. Like that, when your friends call and say, <laughs> yes. oh, I've been going through this. So you just do it all. I love your necklace. I, I want to tell you, um, Mackenzie stole my necklace like that one that you gave me. And I'll send you, this is actually a blue one. We have, you probably have the, oh. you guys have the black one, but we're going to launch this one soon. It's like a oh. blue version. Oh, beautiful. I love it. It's a really great piece. It's just different, you know, and I love new and different. So tell us about yourself. So yeah, tell us about yourself. (laughs) So, okay. For people who don't know me, I started a company called dry bar. Gosh, almost 12 years ago now, which is kind of the leading blow dry bar in the country. I'm a naturally curly hair girl, although it's not as curly as it used to be. That's that's a whole other podcast, right? About our <laughs> age, right? Oh my gosh. Um, but, you know, grew up in South Florida with naturally curly hair, always hated it, had this like kind of deep secret desire to be a hairstylist, much to my parents' chagrin. You know, long story short, started Dry Bar in 2010 and it just exploded. And for people who don't know what Dry Bar is, it's a blow dry bar. All we do are blowouts, no cuts, no color, just blowouts. We have over 170 locations across the country. Wow. Pretty mass product line that we sold right before the world fell apart in 2019 to Helen of Troy. It sold in Sephora, Nordstrom, Ulta. Now we're international with product too. As you might imagine, it it completely changed my life and the trajectory of my life. Um, I'm also a mom with with two boys who are now 15 and 17. And I, oh, I was oh at uh, Instagrams and I was like, those little girls yes. are like women now. <laughs> They're not little. It's such a time warp, you know? Well, that'll happen to your boys just a little bit later than it happens to girls. (laughs) Yeah, it's happening now, yeah. My son just turned 17, my older son, Grant, who met... It's like the funny, I mean, I mean, I hope he doesn't listen to this, but um, I think it was Maddie. There was like breakfast with Maddie and Grant was like... Do you remember Aww. this? Yeah, we went to um where were we? We went we were so you guys were at like some random like hotel-ish kind of place in LA. We met you with Jane and, yeah. and Lilia. And Grant was so young and he was so starstruck by it Maddie so and it was cute. so sweet. Anyways, that little boy, and I literally just found that picture, ironically, right after you know you put you messaged me. He was so little and now he's so big and he's so handsome and he's so manly and he's so oh, smart. I love it. You know, is his voice deep? It, it is it is pretty deep, but that started to happen a couple of years ago. 
ago and I've touched on it briefly, but we went through a pretty like rough patch with him where he kind of went off the rails. And I don't know if anybody here has had to deal with that with their kids, but it was pretty, I mean, it was right around the time of the divorce. And I don't think it was the divorce that did it. And, and I actually know it because of all we learned from all the therapy and rehab and all the stuff that he went through. It was like a lot of stuff that had built up over the years, but it was a pretty like tumultuous, crazy two years. And, and it all kind of- wow started to calm down after, right? He came home right in like the middle of the pandemic. So he was supposed to start a regular school and he did it. It's a long story, but he's come out on the other side, like this very ultra mature kid. He did this part of his like two years away, which you can imagine that was at a program called Evoke, which is like where you're outside living off the land for like wow. six months. Wow. It's a program, you know, for kids who are struggling with behavioral stuff, drug abuse, depression, addiction, whatever it is. And he, but we went to visit him once and like he could build a fire. I mean, he could start a fire from like nothing. Like he could live off the land. And I was like, this should be like a program that every kid has to go. Yeah, like my son would like that. So anyway, you know, he's this really ultra- you know, evolved kid. Now I'm so proud of him, but he's just so big and like burly and manly now that I'm like, where's my baby? And he's still only 17. I mean, he's still a kid. He's still a kid. He just doesn't seem so much like a kid anymore. But yeah, he's yeah. 17. We moved, you know, to West Hollywood. He's going to like the local, you know, high school and he's really happy. And my other son is there too, who's 15. And also like growing up in that weird, like, you know, changing phase too. So they were three and five when we started Dry Bar. So it's, it's just crazy how, how fast the time goes. So if your business is off to a good start this year, but you realize things aren't getting any less crazy, which is amazing. I think that online shopping is such a big thing. Of course, everyone's online shopping. I think it's busier than in the stores because people don't want to go out. For sure. For sure. With ShipStation, you'll never worry about shipping again. Make the switch to a solution that handles all your shipping needs quickly, affordably, and painlessly. It's so easy to sign up for ShipStation. I signed up and someone actually emailed me and said, hey, do you want me to give you a call and go through everything? It wasn't just automated. Yeah, they called me. I liked that. I'm not very good at computers and stuff. So it was really nice to have somebody personally call me and walk me through it. Mm -hmm. Automate just about any shipping task with just a few clicks. And when they say just a few clicks, it really is. I mean, you go on it and it actually pulls up like the UPS, FedEx and all the different shipping and it gives you the cheapest and the fastest. And you can go on there to track it. So it's literally a one-stop shop. By funneling all your orders into one simple interface, no matter what you're selling, it's easy. You can manage your order on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website from anywhere, even your phone. That's what I like. So when you, you know, you don't have to say, oh goodness, where did I ship this from? You just go right on ShipStation and you see all your orders. No more headaches from dealing with returns and return tracking. ShipStation makes it so easy for you. It's no wonder over 98% of the companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it long after they're in the business. Having an online business is stressful enough. You don't want to have to worry about shipping. So you just go on ShipStation and it just is literally so easy. No hassle, stress-free. Ship more in less time with ShipStation. Use our offer code BMSS to get a 60-day free trial. 
That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BMSS, ShipStation. Make ship happen. I have gone to so many dry bars because when Kenzie and or Maddie were on tour, Michelle and I, because I always had extensions, we would go twice a week. And you gave us those little coupons. I would use those sometimes. And um, but I've gone to so many. Yeah. Well, there's (laughs) nothing like a dry bar experience. Nothing. I envy women that like have it in their schedule regularly. I I just kind of can't do that, you know, time wise. But it is such a treat when I go. I just, so thank you for that. <laughs> one of my favorite ones is the one in Tennessee and the one on 3rd Street. Well, it's it's been, you know, it was such a crazy thing. And it, it really did resonate with women so much. You know, I, it's funny. One of the things, you know, talking about what I'm up to, one of the things that I'm doing, there's a lot but is this thing called the impact series that I'm doing with Adrian, who's my fiance now and Adrian coaches, you know, founders, CEOs, you know, top executives at, you know, like Nike and he coaches Jenny from Jenny's ice cream and Jennifer Meyer and some really cool, interesting people. And, you know, we've been trying to figure out how to like, you know, combine our chocolate and peanut butter and work together. And we came up with this impact series because, you know, as you can imagine, I get so many people coming to me and asking like, Hey, can we sit down and have coffee for five minutes? I want to, you know, for 20 minutes, I want to pick your brain. I have these ideas about a business and blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't really have the bandwidth for that. So we've started this thing called Impact Series, which we're actually doing in Nashville in a couple of weeks, where we bring together like a group, a very small group of 20 entrepreneurs. And I really, I give them my real world advice. He does a lot of like, you know, super sl- like sleek coaching and, you know, gets them to talk about things that they wouldn't normally talk about. And it's just like a very good combo. So that's something, you know, that has been one of the many things that have come out of dry bar. It's like, I didn't have a college degree. I didn't really know how to run a business. My parents were entrepreneurs and I worked in hair salons my whole life. So I knew a lot to get started, but I, you know, I learned so much about raising money and hiring and scaling and growing. I mean, just uh, so many things that I couldn't even name that are just in my brain. And so this impact series has been this like way for me to give back and like help other entrepreneurs that are out there trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, running and scaling a business. So that's something that we're really excited about. And we get to do it together, you know, that we're. That's fabulous. I think that's great. That's awesome. Do you have any, like like an elevator speech that you would give people words of wisdom? Like if nothing else, this is one thing I've learned as a, a female entrepreneur. I have lots of those. I mean, you know, I think the biggest thing that stands out when someone asks something like that is like, I think that there's this people that perfect get in the way of progress. And they're like, if I don't have all the answers and I, I don't know everything about this business and if I just, then I can't do it, you know? I'm, learn as you go. Learn as you go. You know, it's like, like, I'm sure you guys know, there's so many people sitting on ideas and there's like, I remember my brother used to always say, my brother's my business partner, like, you know, ideas are a dime a dozen and everybody, anybody can have a great idea. It's like, how do you execute it? How do you actually bring it to life and make it happen? And sure. that's, that's the, the magic, you know, and this is, it's the hard part. It's the part where you're going to potentially lose money. It's the part where like, it's going to maybe fail and people are going to judge you. And, you know, and I, I guess you also develop, I mean, you guys know this too. It's like, you develop a thick skin to like, I know who I am. I don't, you know, I don't really care what other people think about what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing, you know? That's good, but but you're not born with that. You probably had to learn that, like not to care, to do what your heart tells you to do, whether people say yes or no. I think, I th- yeah, I think there, it's probably a both and, right? You know, I think that I... 
I was a, like, I was such a shy, quiet kid. And my nah. brother, I was, and my brother, <laughs> he was like, you guys will know this reference. I don't know if your people listening will, but like the Alex P. Keaton was my brother. You remember that show? Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Family yeah. Ties. Cute. And for anybody listening, Family Ties is the show, which was like a good, on a gajillion years ago. And Michael Fox was a star. My brother was him. And my brother was like, he was so smart, like br- brilliant, book smart. I mean, you know, street smart too, which I was, you know, always called by my parents. But I was like, <laughs> Michael was troubled too. And I was not, I was like, I was like a wallflower just watching my brother and, and, but, you know, my brother and I ended up, you know, being, we were always very close and we started dry bar together, which was also really awesome because Michael was always the overachiever and doing all the cool stuff and really smart. And I was just kind of like, what's Allie going to do? And I was a little bit in, the, in my head was in the sky and I was or in the clouds and I was like a bit of a dreamer and didn't know where I'd land and coming together with my brother and me really understanding the hair business. And he didn't understand it the way I did. So I was able to really add so much value and he really knew how to run a business. So it was like, again, like the connection between us was great. But yeah, I was like a pretty like shy, introverted kid. And I think I am still, what's it like an introverted extrovert? Like I can show up and be on and I, and I, I like it. But then I'm like, after too much time around too many people, I'm like, I have to go sit in a quiet. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that makes sense. So um, who had the idea for Squeeze? Because, you know, I'm actually going tonight. Yeah, tell us about Squeeze and the idea behind it. So that really was, you know, my brother's brainchild. And while we were still, you know, Michael and I aren't really in the day-to-day of Dry Bar anymore. It's still on the board, but not, you know, not in the day-to-day operations. And I would say like maybe four or five years ago, Michael, who is bald and a dude, can't really take advantage of dry bar. So he, you know, and and we grew up, like our parents were always getting massages and we just grew up in like getting massages my whole life. I have a bad back. And so it was just like a thing we did and our parents did. And, you know, of course, as we got older, we started doing that more and more. And Michael was like, really frustrated. I mean, the, the parallels to dry bar are so great and funny, but Michael was really frustrated with like the bad choices out there. Just like with dry bar, you would either go to like, you know, a discount chain that's like, you don't know what the experience is bad. You don't know what you're going to get, or you go to like a high end salon and pay, you know, crazy amounts of money for your hair. The same thing is true of massages. There's a lot of discount chains. They're very hit or miss, or you go to high end spa where you pay a ton of money and it's also hit or miss. And so Michael felt like, why is there not a place that's like in the middle, just like dry bar. That's like, you know, a beautiful experience and the same, you know, as you know, Melissa, that it's, it has like kind of feel where it's like, it's branded really well. And you know exactly what you're, where, where you're going and you're getting. And, you know, the difference between squeeze and any other, any other massage brand out there is, is, as you know, the app, you know, you book on the app, you tip on the app, you put in your preferences on the app. you like the room temperature. Do you want the bed heated or not? Oil or lotion, like music. Oh, you, wow. like, yeah. And like any preference, all in any preferences you could want. And, and Michael, you know, Michael started talking to me about this while we were still very much in the thick of things at dry bar. And I was like, ah, you know, we don't not have the bandwidth to do this. And so we, you know, we did put it on the back burner until Brittany Driscoll, who I don't know if you guys, if you've met her yet, but she's our co-founder and CEO of squeeze. She was our head of marketing at dry bar. And we were like, listen, we want to do this thing. She was like on her way out to, to take another opportunity, but we were like, we would love it if you would consider running this. And she's 
brilliant and smart and awesome and a dear friend of mine too. And so we, you know, we asked her if she'd be interested and she, she's doing such a phenomenal job running it, which also was just great to give her the opportunity to be an entrepreneur in her own right. And and now we've, we've just, we're completely franchising Squeeze as unlike dry bar, which was kind of a mix of both squeeze is like completely franchise. We just sold Nashville yeah, DC. We're working on opening more and more. And it was crazy is right before the pandemic, we had a bunch in the pipeline and then everything, you know, fell apart, but now it's just all starting to come back. That's amazing. Yeah. And a shout out to Julie. I'm um, Julio. He is the bomb. So my girlfriend that used to live here, she lives in Tennessee now, but every time she comes, we go and She's like, we have to book, you know, Julio. So I have to make sure that, you know, he's working that day. And now it's going to be in Tennessee. And she's so excited because I gifted her like six of them because I have so many, I have so many credits because of the pandemic. I know I I give some to people all the time too. It's so great. Mm. That's a great gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gift of, you know, of like a massage or the gift of great hair. Like, yeah, they're all, it's all like, it's all very nice. Women always yeah. love that. But I love the concept of it. Love the concept. So the market was there. I feel like, um, you know, similar to blowouts and to massages, it's like we didn't invent any of these things, obviously. You know, we just realized there was this I opportunity and hole in the market to do it better. Better way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the experience wasn't great. You know, the customer service wasn't good. The decor wasn't good. Like the whole layout, you know, and you know, when you walk into a business and it's run really well and you feel really taken care of, there's just like a, oh, you know, for me, it was like, you know, hair is like something I grew up feeling so passionately about. And, and, and now, and, you know, massages was something I felt really passionate about too. And I get, you know, I, because I'm, we have the only one right now in LA, which is changing. I mean, I go to squeeze at least once a week. Cause I just really, you know, I've really embraced like self-care and doing stuff for myself. And that is just like my, it's like, it feels like meditation almost to me. It's just where like, I just can like shut out the world and be, you can't have your phone on, you know, it's just great. Wow. I, love it. I just want to tell you when I, when you walk in there, um, just to, for the listeners to, you know, when they're like, what is this? When you walk in, first of all, there's always a really cute girl at the desk and, um, <laughs> you know, and she was says, do you need to use the loo? And I'm like, of course, because I like to put lotion on whatever lotion they have. Um, but I use the restroom and then you sit there and it's so beautiful. And, and then when you get in the door, I'm like, oh my gosh, she did such a good job. Reminds me of kind of like a spaceship but real clean. I know it's so weird, oh, yeah? but, but it's spaceship. just, I don't know. It's just, it's clean. And I like the table. Um, cause it goes up and down with the, it's not the yeah. massage table. And the little squeeze. button underneath where you tell the therapist you're ready for you. Isn't that awesome? That's one of my uh, favorite things. Oh yeah. Cause I always sit in there and wait for like 10 minutes. I'm like, where are they? No, there's yeah. a little button that you just go doop, and then they come in, but I'm claustrophobic and they're like, oh, so you're claustrophobic. Do you want to? And then, cause I can't wear a mask when I face down. So then they do side, like I'm pregnant, you know, like pregnant women. So I don't put my face down, but they do such an incredible job. Cause I'm special <laughs> um, because I am claustrophobic. So they do such a good job because I have to just lay on my side and go back and forth, but they still massage my back the way I need it. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's like customer service, you know, it's like there is a subtle, but such an important difference. And it's something that I, you know, I really experience a lot of businesses missing that going that extra mile, you know, be taking really good care of people. It makes such a difference in your business it, and it's such a way to make your business better. And, and so many people miss it. So 
I just got blood work done about a month ago and oh my gosh, it's really crazy. My vitamins were so low. Like my D is like low, low. I have to take 50,000 a week. It's crazy. But it's really cool. With NutriSense, it really can help your health goals. So the majority of chronic illnesses stem from the inability to manage your blood glucose levels. If you know how your body uniquely responds to different foods, sleep, stress, and exercise, you can make changes to achieve your health goals from managing weight to optimizing longevity. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So you just wear that every day. For 14 days. They have registered dietitians that will help you identify any problems or anything you have to help you achieve your goals. So in other words, like they'll hold your hand to help you through your health journey. And if you already know what you're doing, they just can provide more advanced tips and recommendations to you. Well, I surely don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing either. And when you go for blood work, they don't really, you know, they send you your results back and say, okay, you need to take more vitamin D, but they don't really explain it to you and stuff. This, I I feel like you're getting to be more knowledgeable with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but when I go for blood work, that's how I feel. Oh, for sure. I'm just kind of like, oh, well, they told me to take vitamin D. Like, I don't know what I'm taking it for, but, or what it's helping or what it's not helping. No, they just say you're low on vitamin D. You need to take, Yeah, you need to take B12. You need to, you know, the CEGM program also comes with an app which helps you track your data, understand glucose trends, log meals, see the macro breakdowns, and much more. It's actually really simple. I know nothing about health. I mean, literally, I know that I shouldn't be eating junk food, basically, but this is so, so easy. It doesn't look too technical for someone that's not a nurse or in the medical field. Like my uncle is diabetic, And his wife always yells at him for eating bread. Like I would have never known like bread was like, would affect your glucose. It does? Yes. That's one of the main things he's not allowed to eat. Now I would have never known that. I I knew like cake and cookies and things like that, but who would have known white bread is terrible for diabetics? Like I wouldn't have known that. NutriSense also provides a private Facebook group for members where you can find support from other members and learn about their experiences with the program. I like that. I like that too. I like to talk to people about their experiences and, you know, real people. But it, I think doing that, it answers some of your questions, but it also gives you other questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people say things that I never would have thought of. J- just like with the bread, you would have mm-hmm. never thought of that. But if I would have put that on my Facebook page, you would have been like, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to have bread. Oh, yeah. And it gives you ideas as well. So head over to NutriSense.io slash mom and use code mom for $30 off any subscription to the CGM program. How many do you have? Where are the squeeze? It's just called squeeze. And I love that name. Yeah. It's so cute. Now there's just the one in Studio City, but we have a bunch in the pipeline from DC to um, Arizona, Woodland Hills, Tennessee, Nashville, and we have, you know, more and more opening. So you will probably see a lot more coming, you know, throughout 2022 and 23. And if you're a member, she, um, they donate $5 to dog charities of canine companions. And it's basically this great organization because we wanted to have there be like some, you know, charitable component that really made sense. And this, this organization is basically like pairing dogs, you know, that are specially trained dogs, especially with people who have special needs. And it's just this beautiful organization. 
really helps people. And we're such dog lovers, <laughs> um, as you know. So it's uh, it's it's really nice to be able to give back as well. Yeah, that's that great. Is, that is amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. So how old is Squeeze then? So it's in its its infancy. Yeah, I mean, it got had kind of a rough start because we, yeah. you know we, we technically launched it about a year before the pandemic. So I think in like March of 2019 was like almost a year, and then we had to shut down. And so oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like you know, so it's it's technically I guess about two ish years old. So there's that, and then you know I have um, the jewelry. You know, the jewelry company Beckett and Quill, which has been another kind of, you know, it's been, it's been an interesting transition of my life, frankly, after going through the divorce and like figuring out and, and not being as, as involved in dry bar in the day to day. And it's like, well, now who am I and what do I do? And that's been a really like tough transition for me. And then, you know, the world falling apart and not going anywhere. And just, it was just, you know, like for, for all of us. And yeah. I came across a girlfriend, of, a good friend of mine now, Meredith Quill, who is a stay-at-home mom, has three kids, used to be an actress. And she had, you know, just had a deep love of, of making jewelry. Her grandmother, she grew up with her grandmother who was like always wearing really great jewelry. And Somebody sent me actually the black heart that we were just talking about as a gift. And I was like, this is so cute. And I looked on the webs on her. She was really only on Etsy. She didn't have like a true website. And, and you know, the what I, what I learned and discovered about her was that the price point was very affordable, but the jewelry looked very expensive. And I was like, how is she doing this? And like, you know, like even these earrings I'm wearing right now, they look like Fabulous. diamonds. Yeah. But they're white tubas, so they're a fraction of the cost. You know, we do a lot of stuff like that where it's like gold filled, which is like basically levels and layers and layers and layers of gold over like sterling silver. It doesn't, it looks just like gold and doesn't turn you green. <laughs> not turn you green. Anything that's gold plated can potentially do that. And it's also, but it also, it's like usually the stuff that turns green that you get when it's really, really inexpensive when you buy it and it's mm -hmm. like a $5 thing. It's like, yeah. It turns green because there's probably like nickel or something under it where it's like, yeah. you know, the metals really matter. And so we don't do anything like that. Gold filled is like, uh, you know, a much higher standard, but you just don't know. You can't really, the naked eye can't really tell the difference between. And for someone like me, what I loved about what she was doing was I was like, I would rather spend $250 on a necklace than, you know, $2,500 on a necklace that I could potentially lose or just get sick of. Right. And so, and I like to buy a lot of jewelry and I like to buy jewelry often. So I was like, <laughs> I know a lot of women feel this way. So why not make this like, you know, again, this sweet spot of mine, it's like affordable luxury available and really help like level up the business. We rebranded it. It was called Meredith Quill. We made it Beckett and Quill. You know, we, we redid the website. I had Cam, my ex-husband, who was a, is the creative mastermind of Drybar you know, re help us rebrand it. And we, you know, launched a great website and we, the business has grown exponentially. I mean, we just had such an incredible holiday season and, you know, and I'm helping with, you know, with my experience and my connections and all of the things to really get it to the next place. It's been a really fun, like labor of love and, a, and this fun project that, you know, it's, it's fun for me because there's not like overhead, there's not a lot of employees and we only buy the inventory we need. So it's just a very different, you know, thing and, yeah. and such a departure than the traditional retail I'm used to. So it's been really fun. Good for you. You're such an entrepreneur. You don't sit still. I do not sit still. That's very true. And I'm writing a book. Oh my goodness. You are uh, busy. Yeah. Oh my God, Wait, so what good. is your book? Uh, is it about everything or one? Everything. It's it's a memoir of like, well, what's funny is like, I basically spent the pandemic writing the outline. I had a, a ghostwriter, but I wrote 
the outline, which is about 19 chapters, which was like a, a, a cathartic experience, you know, going back through, That's I mean, a lot of work. Like, go back yeah. through your life and like some, some parts of it, you're like, I love writing about this. Some parts of it, you're like, I didn't ever want to think about this again, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a whole journey of like where I started, how dry bar started. Like my, my hope and intention for the book is kind of similar to what we were talking about, about helping other entrepreneurs. And part of like why I love the impact series is like being able to give back and teach people lessons. Like what I don't want it to be is this very like self-indulgent me just talking about me. I mean, yeah. even though it is about me, it's more about like what what I learned along the way to, to build who I became, to build the yeah, businesses. How, I, how, how you got there. Yeah. I mean, there will be, and I've cleared this with my son and my ex-husband. I let my ex-husband read anything that has him in it. And so I get his blessing because I don't want, and he's, he's been great. He's like, you can say whatever you can tell anybody, anything you want. But I, I, I did send him like pieces of it as I was writing it because I wanted to make sure I had his blessing. Cause I don't want to put something out into the world that he doesn't no. feel good about is we'll see it all that. And it, it was kind of a funny exercise because he would write back and he'd be like, it's fine. It's not totally how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> and especially cause you guys have kids together. So you would never want to embarrass your children or your, you know, any of it. Like, he, no, he's a, he's a great guy. And I'm, I'm so grateful for the, the relationship we have. I mean, it was, <sighs> You know, it was hard in the beginning and it was really like such a massive life like change and like, you know, it was just, it was really hard on all, on all of us, frankly. And it took us a while, but we, we found, we all found our way back. And really a lot of, I think we, we might have fast tracked it a little bit because of what was going on with Grant, you know, our son who was like in treatment was like, we had to come together for him. And we both felt like that, you know, and, and, and Cam, Cam once said to me, like, let's show our kids, like, let's be the best version of divorce we can be for our kids, you know. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Indeed helps store applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed's InstaMatch, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job requirements, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements. My friend, you know, Sage, Mackenzie's friend's mom uses this. Oh, does she? She loves it. She said, oh, I have to go on Indeed to hire someone. And I'm like, what's that? And then, you know, she explained it to me. And she absolutely loves it. I know a ton of people that go on it to get jobs, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job sites combined, according to the Talent Nest in 2019. Finding great talent doesn't have to be a second job. You can hire faster and better with Indeed. 
Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash mom. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash mom to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash mom. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. what you talk about, Ali, really, whether it's business or personal, it really centers around um, resiliency, being in situations regardless that you have to kind of rebound. Any thoughts, wisdom, once again, on how, for women on how to be resilient? Well, you know, I think, I mean, I, yeah, I, I definitely consider myself resilient, but not all the time. And I think it's been like a journey of like, picking myself back up. And like when I was going through my divorce and I felt, I felt I was really blindsided. And, you know, I don't know if you felt this, Melissa. And it was like, even though I wanted the divorce and I thought it was the best thing, I went into like a pretty massive depression mm-hmm. after it. And I could not understand why, you know, I was like, I wanted the divorce. It wasn't happy anymore. He, it was the right thing to do. And then I was like, and I was like excited. I was going to go out and start dating. And I was like, I'm going to go find, you know, but I don't know. I had all different ideas of what was <laughs> which is all, which will be a whole chapter in the book. <laughs> but, you know, I did like fall into this kind of depression and it was, it was the first, and I didn't, I never understood depression before. And of course you have friends and you know, people are depressed and you don't, mm-hmm. I don't think in, unless you've dealt with that, you don't really understand it. I think I had like kind of situational depression when my mom died and I didn't really deal with it. And I just kind of moved on really quickly with my life. And my therapist was like, I think you have situational depression. And that made a lot of sense to me, but this was a whole other level. And I, I eventually a lot of people said this to me, but at some point it hit me that like I was dealing with this and people used to say it was like a death. When you go through a divorce, it's a death. And I was like, it's not a death. He didn't die. Nobody died. Resist, resist, resist. No, no, no. Uh, you know, but, but, but Cam did, he did like really like put the brakes on and wouldn't really, like we had a really hard communication, you know, in style in the beginning, which we don't anymore. Now things are so much better, but I think that like devastating loss and that, you know, what really was this like empty space. It was like, I was on a show with this guy who wrote a book called Energy Speaks. And he was talking about his book. At that point, I would talk about like oversharing. I would like, I wanted to talk to anybody and everybody because I was like desperately looking for someone to tell me something that was going to make me feel better because I couldn't like get a hold of myself back then. He was on the show right after me. And I remember like waiting to talk to him and being like, I was just really like moved and inspired by things that he said. And I was like, so I am in the middle of a divorce. And I gave him like a, like a very small little snippet. And I was like, I don't love him. I don't want to be with him. I don't understand what's, you know, what's going on with me. And you seem really smart. And he was like, he, your husband held an energy in your life and that energy is gone and there's just nothing there anymore. And so you have, you have had to figure out how to like refill that hole in, in your life. And I was like, oh, that's it. And you know, and it's like, you've heard people say that, like, once you put a name on something that's happening to you, it kind of makes it easier for you to deal with. And he said that, and it really like, and I'm sure somebody had actually probably said something similar to me, but at that moment, at that time, it really hit for me. And I was like, that's it there was this thing in my life and he was like, you know, just the person I talked to every day, the person who like 
help me take care of the kids. And like, you know, and all the, all that stuff was gone. That was the, Oh, this is a death. You are going through stages of grief. Like this is what's happening to you. And once I realized that, and to get back to your question about resiliency, I think it was like, I started going down this path during, during and before that, you know, pivotal conversation of like, you know, getting, trying to get myself better. I was in, you know, doing therapy a lot. I started transcendental meditation. I was like eating better. I started like, I flourished years ago on an infrared sauna. And I was like, you know, I was doing that every day. I was reading books. Like I was doing all the things. And I think that's how I got back on my, I mean, I know that's how I got back on my feet by like helping myself, you know, and it's really comfortable and easy as you know, and I'm sure you guys know, you know, it's a wallow in like self-pity and like, I, you know, my life is so hard and I'm so, you know, and that's where I was, but I, it was like, what put one foot in front of the other, you know, I, I have really good people and women that were, you know, around me and helping me. And, and then you, you know, and that's, I think how you get yourself back up is like helping yourself and doing the things and, and I think I've done that in lots of different aspects of my life and probably contributes to my resilience. You're resilient. You're amazing. Yeah. Actually. You're an inspiration to us women. For sure. Well, um, yeah. how did how did you meet your new fiance? <laughs> I have to ask. I don't know. So speaking of like, I am very driven, as you you know, as you're as you can see, you know, still. <laughs> and, you know, and I was dating, you know, after I started to get, you know, past the sadness and I was starting to feel like myself again, and I wanted to get out there and start dating. And I was using like the apps and it was like, just not working. I was not me. I was meeting. I met a couple of like interesting guys, but I was starting to realize what I thought that I needed. And it was hard to find that guy. And it's like at 40 something, like, where do you meet people? Like I wasn't going to go to bars. Yeah. I didn't where to go. Ironically, and, you know, very serendipitously at, at the time, I still had my podcast raising the bar that I was doing with my brother. When we always had entrepreneurs on the show. And one day this entrepreneur who started a company called the three day rule, which was a matchmaking service came on our podcast. And I had literally just stopped dating this guy that was like, all wrong for me. And I was like, you know, licking my wounds, like I'm never going to meet anybody, which is, you know, it had been all of a year. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, you know, I was ready. I was For like, me. <laughs> and so she came on the podcast and she's this awesome woman. And she, you know, just always had a knack for setting people up. She had, you know, lived in LA for a while, worked at E and was like, everybody was always at her cubicle because she was always like setting up like, you know, the really preppy chick with like the rocker guy. And she just had this like knack for seeing, you know, who would connect. And so she eventually turned this into a business. She was telling us all about this and her perspective on it, because it's not cheap, you know, to hire them. But her perspective on it, which really resonated for me, was like, we prioritize personal trainers and nutritionists and like headhunters and all the people we use in our lives that cost money, but, you know, deliver really something really important for us. And it's like, what is more important than love and finding love and that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with? And I was like, you know, because I had actually been approached by like, a couple of those matchmakers that were like the really high profile ones who charge like a hundred thousand dollars. And I was oh, like, You're Jesus, of- you're kidding me. I mean, I, I mean, I was like, you know, even if like I could afford that, like, no thanks. You know, what she was charging was, you know, exponentially less. And I was like, you know, I loved the perspective on it. And, and their whole thing is like these matchmaker girls basically go out on what they call the first date. So they sit down with these guys, they have coffee with them. They understand their intentions. Like they do like a real deep dive on the guy. So I was like, I never knew this. I don't know anything about this. That's so nice. 
I didn't either. And, and they've expanded quite a bit in their business. And Adrian does some coaching for them now too, because now Adrian wasn't a client who went and signed up like I did. They, so they go and find men. Like I, you know, pre-pandemic, I was sitting at a coffee shop with my matchmaker because you meet with her and you talk to her about what you- Oh, so you, you signed up. You went all in. I want to be a matchmaker. I, I didn't that. know that. Oh my God. I just thought maybe <sighs> she said you'd be good with him and you did it on the side. So you went into and signed up. That's so fun. I love it. Yeah. And so, you know, it took they into their, their model. They basically present you with three men over a period of time. But it's like, you have like a relationship with your matchmaker. They're really cool girls. Like the woman yeah. who was my matchmaker had been like a family therapist. So they're like savvy in relationships. They're awesome, you know? And so it's a really mm -hmm. smart and, and I was sitting at a coffee when I was telling her like what I like, what I don't like, like even physical like stuff. Like, I, you know, yeah. Pam is like a bald head. I was like, I want a guy with hair. <laughs> <laughs> I want a guy who's like really confident and really like sure of who he is. So he can be really supportive of me. A guy who's okay with kids. Like, blah, blah. oh my God, I love it. While I was sitting there with her, like this guy happened to walk in and he was really cute. And I was like, oh, that guy's cute. And she's like, oh yeah, I'll go talk to him after. And like, so that's what they do. Like they will go up to men. Oh my gosh. I want that job. I, I, I want to be fixed up. You can, I'll hire you, Melissa. Fix me up. Okay. Hire me. I'll be, I'm free. <laughs> my um my matchmaker was named Becca and, and she would like she's like yeah I'll go up and say like hi my name's Becca you're adorable are you single I'm a matchmaker whatever and that's really how it starts with Adrian they actually found him through Instagram and hit him up on his DM and Adrian like it's so funny when are you kidding me he thought it was a joke he was like okay like I, what I can't believe this and they, you know, again, pre-pandemic, they would go to like conferences and they'd go to places Gosh. where lots of dudes were. What is this called? It's called the three-day rule. <laughs> I think it's great, Allie. And I just want to say before we end, thank you so much for making luxury affordable to women. Because you yes. really have done an yes. exceptional job in all these different ventures. And that is like a common thread. Most women, average women would not splurge on these luxuries. But you make them affordable and real. So they really you. are. That's a really yeah. good point, Holly. That was a really good. Well, that's what Allie right called it. Affordable yeah. luxury. The, yeah, you know, really the, the blowout yeah. or the massage or the fancy yeah. necklaces and, and now the matchmaking. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Allie, thank you so much. Well, in some circles, it's a little expensive, but I mean, again, it's like I have people like finally, like I'm just going to do it. They've been saving money because they have had a hard time meeting people. So, oh, you know, I love it. I'm happy. I'm proud of you. And I'm yes, so happy yes. you found love. It was very nice meeting you. Yeah, I love you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and Because Mom Said So.